is the Desperate Mothers Podcast. What? Video channel? No way. No, not doing this. If you want to watch those desperate motherfuckers, then go ahead. But consider yourself warned. Check one, two. Test, test, test. Okay, we are hot and live. <clears throat> We're hot and ready like that uh, Krispy Kreme. Are we rolling? Yes. Like that Krispy Kreme. Um, so the, the numbers are like counting up? I can't see all the way over. They were what I said there. <laughs> okay. I turn off the GoPro. Yeah. Yes, we're at 23 seconds. Thank all right, welcome to this Mother's Podcast. It's been a while, folks. I'm CJ Watson. And I'm Jack Fisher. And uh, it's uh, December. It's December. Yes, that is an accurate statement. Um, I don't think we've podcast since the Thanksgiving era. Yeah. Pre-Thanksgiving era. Did we podcast it's, around then? Uh, well, when you say we, I, I think you may have done something with the other mothers. No, maybe one, but... It's been a busy holiday season. It's so. been an eventful holiday season. Um, well, for us, the house crush got worse. If you checked out the, the Desperate Mothers video channel or the, the Bunny Rabbit Tragedies video channel, you saw me post video to explain to you why we haven't posted um, the Bunny Rabbit Tragedies show. Why there's been little to no production coming out of... Not since Kamikaze. Because days before Kamikaze, we had a cataclysmic water event in the house adjoining the most desperate studio on the planet Earth. Or what you prefer to call. The womb. The womb. The womb. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's that's where the rabbits are born. It's probably a guy thing. (laughs) The fact that, you know, my favorite place in the world is the womb. <laughs> <laughs> it's from whence I came and where I <clears throat> constantly seek to return. Yeah. <clears throat> so, while the womb itself suffered no damage, almost every room adjoining it did. So, you kind of dodged a bullet. Um it was really just the house that was damaged. Right, right. Not the important place. <laughs> <laughs> All the stuff that you had in the house managed to escape for the most part. Right, right. Walls and floors and carpets. and Yeah, yeah. The, the parts that make the house usable were yeah. destroyed. Right. So we had to uh, take all the stuff out of those rooms that were damaged and put them somewhere. Which meant mostly the studio and then the rest of the living space. So we had no space to move for the last six weeks. So you're saying you packed your womb full of stuff. Like a BBC. I won't go into that. Are you talking about the British Broadcasting Company? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) That's the acronym that you're referring to. Of course. Of course. course. You know, Doctor Who. It's like <laughs> Doctor Who's junk got put in my stuff. And, uh-huh. <laughs> so because we've got the construction crew out of there, the room, the house now is painted. Floors are replaced. There's little things to do and move stuff back in. <clears throat> Tonight, I decided to shoot a video for the first time in, in well, other than the apology video, 
since uh, we did, I think it was Candy Appletini, or it might have been... Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Ding, not even Ding Dong Mudslide. Ding Dong Mudslide needs to be posted, so that, that happened before that got posted. Okay. <clears throat> so, tonight, and because I wanted to, to christen this new space in the name of the mothers and, and the womb and, and everything, tonight... I decided to do a, a video solo because it's the holiday season. Everyone's really having a hard time like scheduling coming together. Holiday season, time for family, time for friends, time for parties, time for everything. You know, it's not time for desperate mothers, apparently. <laughs> we're, we're still shooting for like a, a holiday podcast. We're shooting for a holiday podcast this weekend. Is it this weekend? Yes. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah, it's coming up. <laughs> We've got a couple yeses and then a couple maybes already. Yeah. So, man, uh, I'm hoping to stack up those maybes. <laughs> but tonight, tonight, I don't know if you did any Black Friday shopping. I really didn't do much Black Friday shopping myself. You know, post-holiday Thanksgiving season, I said... Unless I was going to get a killer deal and something that I wanted previous to Black Friday, I was not going to buy it. Well, I I remember my Black Friday, Friday involving you and beer. Oh, yeah, there was that. <laughs> That's a more fun Black Friday than, uh, than shopping. <laughs> so a, a local brewery here in the Antelope Valley, Bravery Brewery. A uh, great place, amazing beer. Both of you Des- go out and see it, even though you live decided across the seas. to do a Black Fi- Black Friday VIP tasting event, and it was actually a pretty good deal uh, for the cost of a VIP admission. They gave you all sorts of discounts on beers and growlers and growler fills, and I think we took pretty good advantage of that. Yeah, well, just on the discount on the beer glasses, yeah. I think we came out ahead. But then we got a discount on the growler fills. And, and if you didn't walk in with two growlers, you walked out with two growlers. But I think the, the most important thing was that we spent our Black Friday not battling crowds, trying to uh, murder each other for a bargain on a $25 microwave. Well, we spent our Black Friday indulging in the age-old tradition of celebration by drinking beer, by drinking fermented stuff. Which I believe should be the precedence for a new Black Friday tradition. I'm hoping that Bravery does this again and again, because I will support that sort of Black Friday indulgence. Well, I think, even if they don't... We should just drink a beer and black. Yeah, um, you that know, should be the new tradition. the 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 Black Friday tradition should be to get together with friends and drink because the previous day you had to get together with family, and maybe the family let you drink, maybe they didn't let you drink. Yeah, because normally, like I, I wake up on Thanksgiving morning and I want to watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and I want to get shit faced. I want to get blitzed. I want to like have some like cinnamon rolls and mimosas until the mimosas run out and turn straight up into the like you know screwdrivers bloody marys and then eventually straight up whiskey but you know what you can't do that with family because they want you to be sober regardless of how desperately you want to not be sober no no the more they want you to be sober the more you don't want to be sober 
So Black Friday was perfect because you have the day off, hopefully. Everybody else is shopping their minds out. You're relaxing, drinking some suds, beer, so you're not getting shit-faced too fast. I mean, if I recall, we were there for a few hours before we got the buzz on real hard. Yeah, we were there for a couple of two, three hours, and you know, we we were kind of pacing ourselves. We were chatting. We were uh, enjoying the uh, running into people we know. Yeah, small world. <clears throat> so that was fun, and definitely, I hope a start of a tradition. It, it's definitely the start. So tonight, though. To christen my house. Because even I didn't know you were on the line to come over to the podcast tonight. I was like, I need to do something. Okay, so I got my Blendtec blender. It was a Cyber Monday purchase, not a Black Friday purchase. Um, it was a refurbished blender. The Blendtec blenders, I think they're like $379, $399 for the total blender. It's a $400 blender. They had a refurbished for two seventy nine on the website um, on Cyber Monday. It was fifty dollars off. It was two twenty nine. Wow, that's like half price. Two twenty, almost half price. So I'm like, okay, what's the what's the um, warranty? The warranty is well, it's like five years or something like that. And the the jar is brand new. And I've always wanted one ever since we've seen those videos. Will it blend? Ever since I've seen Will it blend? Blend on any eye device? I'm down. Right. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna I'm gonna get this on the show card. That way, the show is responsible for it. Even though the show doesn't make any money and I have to pay the bills. <laughs> One day, fingers crossed, the show will be paying for it. So you acquired a sandwich, which personally I had never heard of before. <clears throat> so I was looking for the perfect thing to blend in this blender thing. I was going to do an unboxing video, and I tried to do an unboxing video, but I ran into the same problem that you did, <laughs> where I thought I pressed record, but apparently I didn't press record on the fucking GoPro. I've got unsatisfying unboxing on the B-cam, which you don't see everything, yeah. and I was trying to make sure you saw everything. Anyways, the Blendtec blender refurbished unboxing is not a retail box. It's a white, it's a plain white box with plain undyed cardboard separating the stuff inside. It's not a retail box. So if you're thinking of gifting somebody a refurbished Blendtec blender, you can't. It's not retail. Otherwise you look like a cheap bastard. <laughs> so I'm thinking, what two things can I blend? What can I put in this to really make a dent? And we know what I want to blend and we weren't going to talk about it here. Well, I guess we can because we have shit for subscribers, right? <laughs> we know I want to blend a BB-8. Yeah. And we know I'm going to blend a BB-8 next week. I just haven't like wrapped my brain around ponying up the money to blend the $150 Android-controlled BB-8. I might do one of the cheaper ones. But I'm going to throw that fucking droid in the blender and blend it up. But for the inaugural blending... I was looking on the internet. What can I do? What can I do? Um, a lot of places have shakes and stuff for this time of year. You know, a lot of fast food places have special shakes. You've got the, you've got the Starbucks. You've got the peppermint shake. You've got the peppermint Oreo at the Jack in the Box. But Jack in the Box doesn't really have a sandwich that like stands out. And I found this old video from a year ago, featuring an Arby's secret off the menu item. This is, it starts off, I think it, the base of it is an Arby's roast beef sandwich. But 
This thing is huge. It it had to have been a good six inches thick. It is ginormous. It is <clears throat> called the Meat Mountain. Speaking of the British Broadcasting Company. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, Meat Mountains and um, BBCs. <laughs> okay. So this thing has every... It looks like every meat product that Arby's makes. I'm pretty sure that every meat sandwich that they make that they make is represented in the meat mountain between the buns. <laughs> so Just like got, the BBC, you've got roast beef, you've got um, the turkey, the turkey, you've got the Reuben, you've got oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, it tasted like hamburger, but I didn't see hamburger. <laughs> and then at the very bottom. The two big, fat, deep-fried chicken fingers. <laughs> it was a nice touch. So all that in chicken fingers. All that in chicken fingers. And that went into the Blintec blender. I, I think that needs to be a new catchphrase for the show. All, all that, that in and, chicken, and chicken fingers. fingers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch thinks you all that in chicken fingers. <laughs> the thing she's got. She's not going to BBC. She's not down with that. <laughs> you know, Meat Mountain and her man. <laughs> <laughs> so, Arby's special holiday thing this season is the pumpkin cheesecake shake. Apparently available in a 20-ounce cup. So, d- don't tell me. You combine beefcake and cheesecake. Beefcake and cheesecake, yes, yes. I am beef sexual. <laughs> I am, I am bi-cake you Cake you will order. Mm. Fuck it is now. <laughs> it's a buy cake experience. Beef and cheesecake in the blender. So I had the whipped cream on top. I was kind of getting a little, kind of yeah. getting a little low there. But after I, I dropped the meat mountain sandwich from Arby's in the Blendtec blender. Now you got some good B cam on that. Yeah, it was okay. Okay, could have been better if I was like a little bit. Well, it could have been better if you had a camera operator, but yeah. evidently neither you nor I can operate that camera. So it's tough to operate the camera and do everything yourself. <clears throat> and I was setting up by myself. Um, so anyway, so I put that in there, and then I dropped the shake, the the pumpkin cheesecake shake, all over that ginormous six inch meat mountain sandwich. Put the top on. Hit the smoothie button because they know what I wanted. <laughs> and by the time it was done, it was almost perfectly blended. I say almost because there was a few chunks. Now the the blender did bulk a little bit. It practically jumped an inch off the table. <laughs> I put my hand on it because it had to do some work. <laughs> and you didn't want it to. Vibrate off the table and onto the floor, the no. walls, the the newly <laughs> the freshly painted walls, the, the freshly, newly laid floor. Yes, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> My wife would have killed me. <laughs> but, but you know, maybe that would have been a better way to christen the new living space. Oh, oh my blood With all over murder, the walls! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the last episode of the Desperate Mothers <laughs> Podcast Video Channel. Sarah comes home. So, it was pretty thick. It did a great job of blending it. Yes, it did. It 
it ripped through it. It jumped a little around on the table, but you stroked it and it calmed down. <laughs> and it made a very, I don't know, somewhere between a McDonald's thickness and Wendy's thickness shake smoothie thing. So were you able to, to draw any through the straw? Yeah, yeah. It was just um, too slow. I needed to get that down in sometime tonight. But you were able to get some through the straw. So yeah. Unlike it, was, the, it was bordering on... Unlike taco juice, where I like had to suck and suck and yeah. suck and suck. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> uh, I, I have to say, uh, when this was all done, you had consumed 22 ounces or so of this uh, oh, meat madness. This this liquefied madness. And yes. I, I poured it back into a cup. There was some left over. I, I admit it. But I filled the cup up and I downed it all. And like a champ, you, you took the whole, the whole thing. Yeah. Like the BBs. <laughs> like the big meat. No way. <laughs> big beefy concoction. Big, big beefy concoction. That's awesome. There yes. you go. Big beefy concoction. Yeah, I took the whole big beefy concoction. Whipped cream and all. I know there's whipped cream in <laughs> It was white and fluffy and creamy. <laughs> I gotta tell you, it never stopped tasting like meat. Sometimes it tasted like cheesecake. Uh, the the smell, uh, I didn't. I was overwhelmed by the the meat smell. I didn't pick up any of the the pumpkin cheesecake. Oh, you when you drink as much as I did, you will. <laughs> <laughs> I I took one taste. Of what you had left over, I and think the chunks were chicken nuggets. The, <laughs> they consistently immediately revolted me. It was, it had the consistency of bathtub caulking. No, I've had that just a little. Slower. Yeah, <laughs> this was meat shake. Okay. This was hands down meat shake. And those gristle pieces, that was chicken nuggets, chicken fingers. So um, I, I would suggest if you got the stomach to try it, go for it. Um, I'm sure there are people out there that can drink that much faster. Because, But I was trying to wrap my, my mouth and brain and everything around that. Um, were, you, were you imagining tasting notes for it as you were consuming it? <laughs> right. That's exactly what it was. No, I did get hints of cheesecake flavor, especially on the back of my throat. It was a little bit sour. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is, even though the consistency was liquidy, the flavors just induced that desire to want to chew. <laughs> it's like if you drank a shake, or if you drank a steak... If you could drink a steak, you would kind of want to chew it, right? I mean, sure. You put a steak in your mouth, you're going to chew it. No, I, I have to imagine this is something that you share with, say, astronauts that are eating all their food through squeeze tubes. I imagine. I imagine astronauts know exactly what we're talking about. They're like, yeah, you know I had a meatloaf the other day. I wanted to chew it, but I just swallowed just sort of squeezed it in my mouth and uh... 
Felt like I was back in San Francisco in the 70s. Ah, uh, Castro Street. <laughs> so, that was, my, that was my latest contribution to the Desperate Mother video channel. Hopefully people will watch it, like, and subscribe. So up next, I think um, Matt and I are getting together tomorrow night to do another video. Yeah. We're trying to hammer out what that's going to be. Adam said he's a maybe, so fingers crossed. And are you willing to give our listeners a sneak preview of what you might be doing? Well, at this point, it's an after the fact, because by the time this gets put up, put up we'll already have done it we're talking about doing 100 chicken nuggets okay so that's like a just a raw food consumption challenge yeah 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 that's the thing because i'm getting my my surgery for my my weight loss surgery approved and we're coming up with a date in the third week of january so you have to get your binging done now. If I'm going to fill up my stomach with stuff, i got to do it now. Because if I do it after that, I'm not going to win. I could win now. If I get to the point where like this um, totally wins the internet, I'll probably put the surgery off. <laughs> you think that there's a likelihood of that happening in the next five or six weeks? Well, if I did, I wouldn't be scheduling the surgery. <laughs> But you can always cancel it. We'll see how I do with 100 chicken nuggets. Okay. Nobody's ever drank that shake before, that's for sure. Uh, uh, do you think you're the first one? I was looking. I hope so. Okay. Well, it, it would be nice to have you know something to show for that. Well, I also did taco juice first, and that netted 40 views. <laughs> Other than the aura that's been floating around you for yeah. the past uh, hour or so. Yeah, yeah, I think that went straight to my uh, <laughs> gaseous regions. Went straight to the lower intestine. Yes. <laughs> it smells the same coming out as it does going in. You know, I I bet you could you could butt bong that. <laughs> Ooh, not good. I don't even want to think about that. <sighs> so you know what's coming up soon because we got the holidays coming up, right? Yeah. Um, Star Wars oh, yeah. is releasing on the 17th. That's like a week or so from now. It's a week yeah. from today. A week from today. Holy shit, today's the 10th. It is the 10th. Okay. That's why the Christmas party and podcast is two days from now. Okay, it's starting to make sense now. Yeah, normally it would have been the weekend immediately following Thanksgiving. But, well, I didn't have a house yet. <laughs> well, you had a house. It just... I didn't have... It wasn't usable. No, it really wasn't. So, Star Wars is released in a week. And I got my advance tickets. And I know Matt and Adam, they mm-hmm. have their advance tickets. We're all going to the same showing. It's such a podunk, small, outside of Los Angeles town that apparently all of the like ravenous fanboys are going to the same showing. Well, we have, we have one major Cinemark uh, well, multiplex. We have, we have two. The one in Palmdale doesn't count. It has. It's attached to the world's biggest mall in Palmdale. Yeah. That's not the world's biggest mall. 
<laughs> the modifiers in Palmville. <clears throat> I I've just I've only gone to see one or two movies at, it's, at that particular one. It feels one. small, and, huh? Well, it feels poorly run. No. Oh. Um, like their queue management sucked balls. Uh, the lobby was dirty. Well, they don't have an IMAX. So yeah. So if you're not if you don't have an IMAX, you can't be a real theater. Yeah. Real theaters have IMAX, and we're going to see. Star Wars in I think it's 3D IMAX. Is it 3D? Okay. I don't know. It's IMAX. It's it's the big one. Yeah. It's uh. So we're seeing the Star Wars Force Awakens on the 17th at 7 p.m. and people are camping out overnight in line. <laughs> you bought your fucking ticket, smartass. <laughs> now we don't have a theater in the valley that does reserve seating and that's kind of a trendy new thing in metropolitan areas is not only do you buy your tickets in advance but you can you get buy seat. reserved seats in advance I saw Mad Max Fury Road in a the theater like that yeah should we let Jacques in yeah how you doing sir it's been so long since I've seen you. I know. Try that shake. No, thank you. Smell that shake. No, thank you. Smell the shake. On, just, just smell it. Smell the glove. Smell no, the no. glove. No, thank you. <laughs> Get close to it. I tasted it. I tasted it. It was... Horrifying is probably a good word. Yeah. Horrifying is, is a good word. So I saw Mad Max Fury Road at, I think it was an eight, a Universal... Mm-hmm. With reserve seatings and and the automatic chair recliners and stuff, I think for three of us it was a hundred bucks. Wow! And that was just the seats. That wasn't like including any beverages. Right, or anything. right. It wasn't like uh, the ushers giving you handies or anything. <laughs> okay, I think so, you get those in West LA. Yeah, and the seats are like twenty five dollars. It's a little bit of a discount. So it, it's it's a strange phenomenon. This whole lining up for anything. You no, know, it's it, it, it's the pa- it's the it's the past. It's what you used to do in the past. Well, in the past, you were lining up to buy tickets because well, they you on- couldn't buy them online. They only yeah. sold tickets at the box office, and the box office opened Saturday morning at eight a.m. So you got in line the night before. And maybe you did a sleeping bag, um, and you and a couple of buddies traded off. Because you got your tickets. Because you got your tickets. And then you immediately went in the line. Well, uh, yeah, I'm specifically thinking of, like, concerts. And the concert probably was, you know, two or three months later. Oh, no, but movies, back in the Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back time, even Return of the Jedi... You lined up to get your tickets. I, I never lined up more than a couple of hours before any movie. You got your ticket and you went into line. Yeah. But the ticket to, the line to buy the tickets was not the line to see the movie. It could be. It should be. But it wasn't necessarily. Yeah. You could buy your tickets and then go <clears throat> away like an idiot and let someone behind you get the better seat. But usually tickets went on sale pretty close to showtime. I, I guess I I just lived in you know potent places where you waited for an hour or two to see a big blockbuster and 
You bought your tickets and went right in? Well, maybe you bought your tickets and then you got in line, but it was never more than an hour or two. Not all morning? All morning was the big thing. Like Return of the Jedi, we waited all afternoon. You know, we got in line like before 11. We saw the movie at 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock or something like that. We're out. We're still daylight. Speaking of concerts. So we're going to see Star Wars. I'm going to get my um, my 3D glasses. And I'm going to like try to get the BB-8 versions. Yeah. And I thought it would be really funny to like come out of the screening of Star Wars with my wearing my BB-8 glasses. And with all the people that are in line to see it. Because we're going to the very first showing on the 17th. We're going to see Star Wars on the very first showing on the 17th. That means people are going to be behind us waiting to see Star Wars when we get out. I'm going to wear the BB-8 3D glasses in front of everybody after we're coming out of Star Wars. I want to take those BB-8 glasses and go, no, 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 throw them on the ground, smash them, jump up and down, and just rage fit out. Of course, if you do that, you have to have Matt or somebody GoPro it. Yeah, we were talking about that because we're all going to see the movie at the same time. We're not going to let anybody know exactly what I'm supposedly raging out about. But just like it's at BB-8. That's it. And you think that people will catch the subtlety of he's taking BB-8 glasses off his head. Well, maybe we'll stage it a little bit more like beforehand. Like, dude, it wasn't that bad. No, it was terrible. No, it, it really wasn't that bad. Oh, that stupid droid. I hate him. It's the worst thing since Jar Jar. He's worse than Jar Jar. Throw him on the ground. I fucking hate you, BB. Stand up and down and jump up on the glasses and break them and then run away. Okay. You should go with it. That sounds like a, a story. Uh-huh. People could then, like, all those <clears throat> people will go into the theater going, oh my God, what's he do? That's so terrible. What's he do? That's so terrible. Oh my God, he sounds like Mario from Mario Brothers. Probably won't, but that's the worst thing I can think of. <laughs> or, he, or BB-8 comes out and he goes, beep, boop, 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 beep, and then breaks into like fucking Rasta music. <laughs> Sounds like Bob Marley. Or what's, Bob Mar- what's Bob Marley's son's name? Ziggy Marley. <laughs> Sounds like Ziggy Marley. Yep. Or he sounds like um, Rich Little doing Lionel Richie, doing doing Ziggy Marley. So I'm real excited about Star Wars because it looks great. It looks like J.J. Abrams loved all the movies and is trying to hit all the points. And that's why the stupid BBA droid looks like R2-D2. And he's going to be fucking... If he clones and copies everything R2-D2 did and said... It's going to be R2-D2. Everyone's going to love him. And I think that's going to be the case because it looks like it starts out on Tatooine. It starts on a desert planet. It looks like they have a a dramatic snow planet fight like an empire. And it looks Pause. like... And it, and it looks like um, the bad Sith guy and the Stormtrooper and Finn go at it on a on a forest-like Endor-type planet. So I think he's trying to hit all of those points that we loved about all those movies. Combine it with 
Han and Chewie saying we're home. It's going to combine it with R2-D2. Not R2-D2. It's going to be BB-8. Now, R2-D2 and C-3PO appeared in all six movies so far. Yeah. But we're not going to see them in the last three? I don't know. Okay. Because they're like the only thing that can make it through hundreds of years. Droids? Yeah. Well, maybe Yoda. Yoda was hundreds of years old. Uh, yeah, he... he and, and nobody knows how long Gungans live. Like a lot of people were saying that... They, um, they live longer than we want them to. <laughs> that one fierce-looking Sith Lord is actually Darth Jar Jar. Yeah. And I'd be down with that. Why the fuck not? Fuck you, everybody else. <laughs> I've already had my heart broken by Star Wars. <laughs> the first time was with the Ewoks. <clears throat> so after Ewoks I wasn't too surprised that Jar Jar's like Misa is your friend Annie no fuck you Jar Jar die cut your head off <laughs> uh, I still love that uh, DarthJarJar.com website if you have not checked it out you need to check it out because it just posits Jar Jar Binks as the most devious Sith Lord ever born and if he's got a long game like that, then I think he's the greatest character ever. I know it's not true because I listened to all those George Lucas interviews where he said, I created I created George Orbings for the kids. I want the kids to really connect with something. The way I created teddy bears that murder human beings. I just want the kids to connect with murderous teddy bears. Fucking stormtroopers, man. If you survived the Battle of Endor, you had T... You had PTESD, post-traumatic Ewash stress disorder. Or post-traumatic teddy bear disorder. Dude, post-teddy stress disorder. Fucking A. So I say it a million times. You're probably sick of me hearing it. You You go to the planet of Endor, which is fucking archaic, right? You know, the natives have like spears and stuff, and there's a cute little teddy bears. All of a sudden, the fucking rebel scum riles them up. And and now you're in a beautiful camping location where the teddy bears are killing your friends and buddies. Your your best friend, your brothers are being smashed alive in their tin cans by evil teddy bears. They're going out like poking you with a stick until you're dead. Well, at this point, the stormtroopers are still clones. Right. They're all clones of Boba. So can you call them brothers? I think you have to at that point. Yeah? Okay. I think they're more brothers than anything. Are they brothers and friends? Well, I don't think they really understand the difference. I mean, loyalty is flat-out loyalty to the clone troopers. Okay. Um, They probably have a special relationship, way more than brothers and friends. They're like twins. Do they finish each other's sentences? They probably all mutual orgasm when one masturbates. <laughs> one clone masturbates, they all orgasm. Okay, and we're rapidly losing our PG-13 reading for this one, too. It always descends <laughs> into masturbation. Or necrophilia. <laughs> it's or necrophilia, masturbation, midget. Important. Yeah, it reminds me of that uh, that Phil Hartman episode of Saturday Night Live way, way back where they had the masturbating zombies. 
the zombies would watch people and they would masturbate from the bushes. Yeah. I don't recall that. It was a very good episode. I, I think you're making that And up. he was abusing himself. <laughs> I'm not a zombie. I'm just a peeping Tom. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. So. You're going to see Star Wars. We're going to see on Star opening Wars. Night. On opening night. You're not. I'm not. I, I made a pledge to my, uh, my sister that I would wait until... Uh, we were able to go see it together. So does that mean you're going to avoid all media I'm and gonna, friends until then? I am going to attempt to avoid spoilers in media, and I'm going to ignore the internet and not turn on... For how many days are you going to have to do this? Um, the 24th looks like the first opportunity we're going to have to go see it's it. a week. Yeah. It's a week. Yes, it is. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be really difficult to avoid spoilers for You're, a week. I hope you don't have to work. You might just be playing Fallout 4 for the whole week. <laughs> there probably won't be that many spoilers in Fallout 4. Yeah. Hopefully. So that was my um, Cyber Monday purchase. Is I, I purchased a uh, an Xbox One. Xbox One. And what games do you have already? Um, I have uh, Lego Dimensions, um, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. No, Unity. Unity. Uh, Unity. Um, I have uh, Gears of War Ultimate Edition. And uh, Rare Replay, which includes like a shovel load of games. I also have the Assassin's Creed. We could probably assassinate each other. Yeah. Have you ever played it online? You mean you, you could repeatedly assassinate me? Well, you might like Assassin's Creed multiplayer online play yeah. because it's not like a, a Twitch gaming It's game. not a total Twitch fest? It's not at all because Assassin's Creed is like about blending in. If you've ever played it online versus other people... I have never played it online. You cannot tell the difference between NPCs and player characters. Okay. Hmm. So your job is either to assassinate a target or... Not be assassinated by a target. <laughs> it's actually always your job, right? <laughs> but you're sometimes trying to get to a target before another player, and sometimes the target is the other player. Yeah. And you try not to expose yourself. Because if you expose yourself by like going too fast, breaking out and running, then everyone knows you're an assassin. Okay. But if you don't, you can't tell the difference between NPCs and assassins. Okay. So subtle, well, you know, that, that sounds interesting. Yeah, subtlety is everything. So that that might be my speed of multiplayer. Because um, lethargic blends right in with my, uh, my so skills. So you have to go really slow. That's what I always do. <laughs> I do it when I talk. I do it when, <laughs> when I work. I do it when I think. Lethargy. Yeah, it's like I ate a turkey, an entire turkey, every day. Yeah. I'm constantly on a trip to thin down. <laughs> so before um, before Christmas comes up, though, I'm hoping that we get together. Like on, on the Christmas pod, I want to do, I got some special Oreos for the Christmas pod. I won't give away what flavors they are. Okay. So we're going to do some Oreo fun. We're also going to just have a fruitcake 
consumption event like we usually do. Yeah. Hopefully this is more interesting than last year where we like cut fruitcake pieces. Mmm, that's tasty. Oh, I don't like that. That's kind of dry. I was thinking with this new Blintek blender, maybe I should get all the parts of a fruitcake and make it a smoothie mm. without cooking it. Be like a fruitcake egg cream. But that's the deal with this Blintek blender. We can put a lot of stuff in this. We're going to put BB-8s in this. We're going to put... Now, have you seen other people use the Blendtec to destroy otherwise solid matter and electronics? Yes. Okay. Well, Blendtec has a channel. I, I, I've never witnessed it. Oh, yeah. they, they you're, you're pretty sure that it can handle a BB-8 and spit it out. It has handled an, I, an Apple Watch. Okay. An iPad. Oh, an iPad. All right. Um. Pretty much all the eye devices, Blendtec has blended. Um, Blendtec, oh, they put in a bunch of um, tiny um, neodymium, the magnets? Yeah. Neodymium? Rare earth magnets, yeah. Yeah. Um, they put, one guy tried to tried to blend some uh, quartz ore. Okay. His Blendtec. You should check out his, his channel. I think you would enjoy the fuck out of it. It's... um. YouTube, his YouTube username is AVE. Okay. Um, kind of like electric engineering or what is it stuff? Yeah. Electrical engineering. Electrical engineering, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's fun stuff because it, it's where my interest <clears throat> kind of like like I have a basic understanding and usefulness of electrical engineering and then whatever is advanced I don't have because you know my job only requires X amount gets really into the nitty gritty pretty good stuff you'd like it a lot um, and that's AVE mm-hmm. okay he tried to blend some uh, quartz he he totally took apart a Blendtec blender to see what the parts were what it was made out of and then put it back, reassembled it, and used it. Um, and blended some quartz ore. Okay. Wait. I'm curious. What made him want to blend quartz ore? Oh, because he's a gold miner. Oh, okay. He's a hobbyist. Okay. Yeah. So I'm thinking, man, if this can handle iPads, iWatches, um, Jar Jar Binks action figures. Because Blendtec did a Jar Jar Binks action figure. I'm thinking it can handle some BB-8 bullshit. Yeah. So I have a uh, Funko BB-8 on order. Well, you ordered it. I did. So, Sweet. So the, we'll get it. The next. Android controlled one. No, no, no. Funko. Oh, okay. The bobblehead. Okay. But it's a good size. Yeah. It kind of looks like. So maybe I'll troll troll okay. our listeners and viewers. Well, not our listeners. If you subscribe Do- to the podcast, you ain't falling for shit because we give everything away. Do the little old bait and switch. I'm just going to say, Desperate Mothers blend BB-8. Now we're going to drop them in there, and we're going to blend the fuck out of them. There we go. Take that, George Lucas. <laughs> it's like, I didn't even make this. I had nothing to do with this. And and he came out and said that. He said, I, I have nothing to do with these movies. Um, they've They've taken the baby from me, and... If you like him or hate him, that's not my bullshit. So, uh, yeah. I made Jar Jar. Fuck you. <laughs> He's not a Sith Lord. Don't get your hopes up, fanboys. Put your erections away. Yeah.
Thanks for listening to the Eshman Brothers Podcast, and thanks to Jack Fisher for joining me. I'm CJ Watson. Hop on.